Staring down the long slope to the ranch, Ethan's instincts stirred warningly, in a way they hadn't for many a year. Something didn't feel right. It wasn't anything he could see or put a finger on, but it was there, hanging over the broad flat that bordered the feeder creek above the Marias, like the smell of rotting meat. Shucking his Winchester, he laid it across his saddle bows, then nudged the bay's ribs with his heels. Ethan Wilder was a lean, broad-shouldered man of twenty-four, his square jaw heavily stubbled after two months in the wilderness, eyes a blue so pale they sometimes looked gray. He sat his horse with the loose-jointed familiarity of a man who had spent his life in the saddle. Ethan's pa, Jacob, ran a few head of cattle to pay the bills and keep the family stocked in what couldn't be raised, hunted, or traded for, but ranching had never been his calling. He'd gone into it reluctantly after the buffalo had been shot out, as much to claim the better waterholes and springs north of the Marias River than any desire to build a stock-growing empire the way so many others seemed driven to do. Some of the newer citizens to that part of Montana claimed the only thing Jacob Wilder could raise with any success was hell and sons. He had four of the latter, Ethan being the oldest. Not that Jacob ever gave a damn what others said. His reputation for raising hell was something he cherished, having come to the frontier long before those latecomers, with their law books and Bibles and big talk of taming the West for decent, God-fearing folks. It was Jacob's opinion, and he'd never been shy about voicing it, especially while getting drunk on cheap river whiskey in Ira Webb's Bull's Head Saloon in Sundance, that no man tamed the wilderness with a timid soul. Ethan had never begrudged his pa his wild ways. He'd grown up on the frontier himself, and knew what it took to carve a living out of the harsh Montana plains. But there was a level-headedness about Ethan that was absent in his pa and brothers, an awareness of the changes that were coming over the land now that the buffalo were nearly gone, the wild tribes clamped down on reservations, and towns— little dusty, wind-scoured communities like Sundance, popping up every fifty miles or so, until a man could hardly ride out in any direction without bumping into one. Thoughts of a changing land were far from Ethan's mind as he rode down off the bench toward the ranch. Observing the smokeless chimney above the house, the empty yard and corrals, he felt a trickle of sweat squeeze out from under his wide-brimmed, flat-crowned hat, and run down the side of his face.